Hey there, party people. It's your boy, Jack Catastrophe. And, and his shade. boy, Shade. And this is 86.5 The Vibe. And the Vibe. The Fireside Chat. A podcast coming to you out of the suburbs of D.C. Two 26-year-olds telling you all the things going on in the life of a 26-year-old. <laughs> Which ain't much. <laughs> It ain't much at all. You know, it's like we're going to talk about the thought process, you know, all the things that might interest, you know, interest, you know, folks when they get off work like to talk about. And um, the first thing I'm going to talk about is it's Fitness Friday. And I was thinking to myself, Man, how hard it is to stay in shape at this age. Like It can be, yeah. Like, dude, like I feel like I'm working twice as hard to be like half as fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. Like, I feel you. Okay, so you know I've been working hard, right? I've been working out and like I looked on the scale the other day and I'm fifteen pounds heavier, I said. Oh shit. Well, dang. I said, that's just disrespectful. Like, isn't it? I mean, your physique-wise, you've gotten, like, trimmer. I think so, too. But after seeing the scale, I was like, that's just a slap in the face to You're a man's confidence. You're probably, like, building like, muscle, right? That's what I they do, say. But to be, okay, but to be 245 pounds, I was really? like. Really? That's Whoa. what I said. I was like, dude, like, okay. it can't be that much muscle. It, like, yeah. it can be, but, like. Like, think about me. Like, look at me. Would you guess I'm 245? No, not a chance. That's, like, crazy. <laughs> not I was a like, chance. dude, I was, like, 245. And I was so upset. Like, I was like, I have to get on the other scale. I said, hold <laughs> on. This scale must be broke. I said, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, y'all are tripping. Y'all nah. tripping. <laughs> you That's said you've good. been working out recently. What have you been I doing? I have been. I've got, like, a really calisthenic-based workout, which, for those of you who don't know, is, like, all body weight exercises and things. So I'll do things like, like, I'll be on, like, a pull-up bar, and I'll start doing, like, bicycles or, like, leg raises and do things to the side. Or I'll do, like, like pull-ups, uh, you know, all the crunches, all, all that stuff, uh, planks. All the the stuff we learned in physical education class back in, in physical like physical education, like back in two thousand and nine. Yeah, they said it wouldn't pay off, but here it is. Yep, yep. you're learning from it. And indeed, using indeed. It. Nah, you know I've been running on the treadmill a lot, but you know something else I've been doing. Treadmill is good. I was thinking you should try. What's that? All of you should try if you're out there listening. Have you heard of the gallon a day challenge? Like a gallon of water a day? A gallon of water a day. I have heard of that challenge, yes. It's actually, I started on Sunday, and it's actually, I started back on Sunday. I had done it before. It was really good, and it it makes you feel like, I feel 10 years younger. I feel great. Really? Oh, okay. Well, all right. um, It's a good endorsement right there. (laughs) No, I will say, no, I feel fantastic. I would say give it a shot. Give it, you know, a week. It'll be hard, especially your first three or four days. It'll be hard. I'm already at three quarters of a gallon. It's like not even five o'clock. Is it five o'clock? It's five o'clock. It's 5.03. 5.03. Okay. So I was going to say I'm already at three quarters of a gallon. So once you kind of get used to it, like, you know, you can kind of take it in. But yeah, you know, just being hydrated, like you feel, you just feel great. Like you feel energized. You're not as hungry. You're not snacking. 
You're more focused. You can even work out longer. Like, oh, sweet. It's, it sounds pretty good. It's fantastic. Shay, we might have to get you on it. All right. You, well, what, do you, what do you do? Do you just buy like that gallon jug? So I have, like, Deer a, Park or whatever? Two, I have two quarts, like two like bottles that are a quart okay. that I fill up twice. So, you know, four quarts a gallon. Yeah. But however you get your gallon is how you get it. I used to do like the bottles you have. It's eight of those. It's eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so I've probably been drinking about like three or four a day. So, so I was gonna say you gotta double, double your water intake. That's that not too bad, actually. Like a gallon at that point doesn't seem unreasonable. I'm gonna be have to drink. I'm gonna have. Yeah, God, I'm gonna have to drink all day long, probably. So like, start when you wake up and then keep drinking until you go to sleep. And I could get in eight bottles of water, but oh yeah, and your body, your body will definitely, your body will definitely thank you for it without a doubt. Um, I think that that, and then I've been doing a lot of that and running. Found out today I need to do more push-ups. Push-ups are the good. The gym for you. teacher had us do. Uh, said get down and do twenty. I said, oh, I hit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right when I hit twenty, I was like, hey, I was like. That was harder than the last time I did it. I was like, that was, that was strange. Well, so, you know, for those of you who are trying to get back into working out, because you know what? That was me. That's always me. I feel like I'm always trying to get back into working out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, though, like, um, I have a friend um, who actually, he might even come on the show at some point, but um, he's a physical trainer. And he always told me, like, hey, it doesn't matter if you do it all at once when you're trying to get back into working out the most important thing is just that you do it at all so like if you're trying to do 20 push-ups if that's your goal don't do 20 push-ups all at once in one sitting like you know do five here take a take a little like power walk come back do five more drink a bottle of water come back do five more wait until the end of dinner do five more then boom that's 20 I, you know? I think 20 push-ups is 20 push-ups. So exactly. 20 push-ups in a single day is 20 push-ups in a single day. Like, it doesn't... I think that's fair. doesn't really matter. And it'll be easier on your muscles is really the idea. To get them back into condition into a condition where they're at least used to doing some work. You do that for, like, two, three weeks and then start upping the intensity. Start shortening the amount of time in between your sets and things like that. But yeah, doing everything all in a single superset is really not ideal for the body. It's it's good if you're trying to cut yourself up, but if all you're trying to do is like get back to physical condition where you can actually work out, you don't really need that. That's true. I don't know about the listeners, but I'm trying to cut myself up. I'm trying to be, <laughs> I'm trying to be 18 again. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I, I feel been, look, you there. I've been putting down that gun on the dad. I told you, you feel 10 years younger. I'm trying to be 18 again. Like I'm shoot. I started my law school applications. Like I'm going back to school. There you like, go. Hey, I'm I back in school. Say, I feel like I was going to say, I'm ready to be a student. I'm ready yeah. to be a young person. Like, I know, right? <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. But today I am um, on fitness Friday. I'm not going to lie to you all. I did not Fitness do my workout. Right. You didn't. I didn't do it mine today either yet. 
Uh, well, I'm not going to do mine. I'm not going. You're not going to do it. I already have 39 stars on Mario 64. <laughs> the new <laughs> just like 39 stars on what? Thir- like a fitness 30, app. I, 39, I did my I fitness for the week. Stars, like, <laughs> I've done all my fitness for the month. I'm done. Like no, <laughs> I have um, that Mario 64 game released today. The uh, the three pack. Oh yeah, that's right. You were three D All Stars. I was gonna say so. It's Mario sixty four, Mario Galaxy, and Mario Sunshine. And I haven't played the last two yet, but yeah, I have about thirty seven, thirty eight. I have close to forty stars. And the game wow just came out. I woke up at like five this morning. I thought I was gonna work out. It was like mm, you could work out. Or you could just take the minute, chill. It's not just fitness Friday. It's also it's fun Friday. It's, fun it's Friday. feel good Friday. Like it's it, you should be feeling good, people. You made it through the week. Like it's the weekend. You can relax. You know, kick your feet up, pour yourself. You know your favorite glass, something to drink. You know, and <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought about the fitness thing this morning. It was like. <laughs> no, I feel that. Some sometimes nah. it's just not the day. It's not the month. It's not the year. <laughs> like, it's not the year. Like, it happened. Well, I thought my New Year's resolution was gonna be to get back in shape, but I found out it wasn't this year. So <laughs> I'm thinking to myself like a ground. It's gonna be to finish the... Mario sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, I'm excited. I feel like I feel like I'm going to finish it. I feel like it's a good investment. I feel like <laughs> it's a good investment. I feel like Mario Six. I feel like Nintendo in general. Like if you're into the stocks and into trading, people, I would advise that. You know, oh, is this young be people. Finance Friday now. Finance Friday as well. Like <laughs> no, I would advise. You know, like I said, this is a podcast for younger folks, and I would say like, you know, investing in the stock market, turning your money bigger, like. Nintendo's a good stock to invest in because they can just keep re-releasing their old stuff. And they have such a solid brand that but no is, matter is, what their console does, like even with like the Wii U, remember how that was a flop? Yeah. But that still got sales, like even it though it was did. a terrible console. Out, out the wazoo. Because people were like, I'm trying to get my Mario in. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Like they said they got Super Smash Bros. You're tripping <laughs> if I'm not. Mario Kart? They got... They got Mario Kart, like Mario come Kart's on, the now. Move. Like, that's what I was gonna say. Like, and then when they hit you with a Mario Party, yeah, dude, oh, Mario on, Party. Like, so they can just keep re-releasing stuff. I was thinking about today. I was like, dude, I just spent sixty dollars on this game, right? And sure, it was three games in one, but I'm about to spend sixty dollars on um, you know, before this year comes out or before this year uh, ends, Pokemon Snap is gonna come out. Really. Look up the uh, look up on your phone real quick the pictures and tell the people they are beautiful. Um, it's honestly, it's honestly a sight to behold. But I was thinking to myself, it's really, uh, it's an investment. You know, in Nintendo financially, it's a good investment. But Nintendo is also you know a good investment if you guys you know have a little extra money lying around. You know, two hundred dollars. You can get the Switch Lite. I got that one. I just treat it like a Game Boy. Like, but um, I saw this article about a lot of um, 
a lot of places in DC, a lot of uh, bars and restaurants are saying that on um, Halloween, that's it. They say that Halloween is going to be their last day open for the foreseeable future. What? Really? Where? I um I sent you the screenshot a couple days ago. Oh, okay, I'll check. I forgot. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I, well, I forgot the places too. I was just thinking to myself, I saw something uh, again today. Oh, wow. About what, at um, this game. No kidding. Sorry, I'm seeing the Pokemon Snap. Are you loving it, aren't you? I am. It's gorgeous. It's... It's like they took, it looks kind of like the Animal Crossing Island, but with like the graphics of uh, Breath of the Wild. It's like really just gorgeous. It's gorgeous, (laughs) ladies. And and that's coming out before the close of the year. So you can pick yourself up a Switch for 200 uh, and throw a couple games on there. And uh, yeah, because no, I don't think, I think COVID... COVID is going to get worse before it gets better. I'm not going to lie to you all. I think that's definitely, unfortunately, the case. But hopefully, and um, I don't know how up to date you are on this, Shane, but um, hopefully Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi can figure something out and come up with a deal for the American people, I could really use another 1,200 stimulus. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know that that's right. No, I think with places getting ready to uh, close, you know, as things get worse, uh, or as things are expected to get worse, um, and we'll share a link uh, about the, the restaurants slash clubs that are closing um in dc so that you all can be aware but um i think yeah with people you know going out of business i think it's going to be necessary to pass another covid relief it's kind of crazy that both sides just won't say like all right let's just meet smack in the middle and if it's enough you know republicans can say all right we'll see they uh they wanted to you know the spendocrats just wanted to spend again and do their thing yeah and if it's not enough democrats to tell you the truth republicans don't care about the american they would say Amer- republicans don't care about the american people they find money for the military and not even for the military as in for the personnel in the military but they find money for you know weapons for you know uh boeing and northrop grumman and places like that but they don't have any money uh, when it comes time for your help, but or it comes time to help you. But no, it's crazy to me that uh, Democrats passed a bill, a second COVID relief bill, back in May, I think it was, and Republicans still haven't passed their own bill. Yeah, they don't have. I was reading they don't have fifty-one votes to get it out of their Senate. Really? Republicans don't have enough votes because a lot of Republicans, they don't believe in spending money. Yeah. They're tight They're tight with the purse. They do not believe in spending money. And so you have a number who are like, oh, these numbers are entirely too high. I can't be on board. I'm sorry. Wow. And um, no, it's really, really crazy. And, you know, the thing that gets me is I think to myself, like, if I was Donald Trump, 
like Jared Kushner just got this huge, you know, peace deal, I guess, with Israel, and there's some criticisms about it. But I guess my point is, is instead of working out, you know, a deal for peace in the Middle East or partial peace in the Middle East, uh, it's the first step to peace in the Middle East, perhaps. Um, you know, and I've seen some criticisms. I've seen some people say that uh, they're going to take a step backwards as soon as the election is over. But I can't speak to all that. But what I can say is, instead of getting peace in the Middle East, you know, between, you know, uh, Muslims and uh, Jewish people in Israel and it, the surrounding countries, you should be trying to look for peace within your borders. And right now, you know, like, if Jared Kushner is the skilled negotiator then he needs to be at home negotiating. You know, you said that you, the art of the deal, you know, you're this deal maker and you're going to make a deal. You know, if I was Donald Trump, I would be on the Hill every day myself negotiating. If I'm the one who's great at making deals, if not, if it's Jared Kushner, I would be negotiating for peace in America. Uh, you know, getting folks this COVID relief, um, some type of, you know, compromise that, you know, ensures that black lives will matter and that they're, the needs of that movement are met while at the same time, uh, you know, respecting, you know, the inner cities and, you know, quelling the rioting. Does that, does that make sense, Shade? Like, I would have been... I would have been here at home. Like, and you claim to be a president who wanted to focus on at home and doing things domestically. And, um, I just, I don't know as a deal maker, like there's no deal on healthcare. There's no deal on immigration. It's like, I don't know. What do you think? I think you're exactly right. I mean, well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. Um, I would say only in America, just because there's, there's so much disagreement that like you, in order to kind of get your voice out there, you kind of have to pick a side, but in no way do the sides, <coughs> I think, represent, um, what actual Americans think, you know what I mean? Like not, not your common average everyday American, <coughs> I think in a way, um, you know, it does because we've been kind of taught to understand these issues this way. But even even without that, it's like every single person has their own individual ideology. And with that, it's like I don't think we're going to be able to find a lot of agreement. It's like it's the same reason that even within the Republican Senate, they can't pass their bills. It's because – even the Republicans don't agree with the Republicans, like, and they're really never going to, which I think, like, this extreme emphasis on be either left or be right really is where all these slowdowns are coming from. And right now, in the heat of COVID, it's like, I think people are so isolated that they're not going to agree on anything at all. And because of that, we're... We might not even see this next stimulus check, which, yeah, that's kind of, that's at least my take on it. A little bit more directed towards 
not quite partisanism, but well, yeah. I think we'll see something before January one. You think so? I think yeah. After the election is over, the other side will concede and say, "If you guys want a big stimulus check, vote Democrat. You get a bigger one. You vote Republican, you get a skinny one." Um, and I think that the election is going to be what, like, finally. Uh, I think that might be what finally determines the results. But no, I think um, I think it's sad people can't find a way to compromise. We teach our kids, you know. To compromise all the time, but yeah. then it's, you know, we tell them not to compromise on your values. Okay, but not everything can be your values. Like, not everything in politics can be like, I'm not going to compromise on my values, blah, blah, blah. I'm going I'm going home, or I'm done. Like, I'm, ta- I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Like, <laughs> y'all, y'all aren't playing fair. Like, so someone who works with kids, like, I just see this whole thing as wicked childish honestly like oh i don't think you're wrong (laughs) and to some extent you know like if i were in politics i would you know i feel like one way to handle all this would be like you know like on the air like nancy invites you know trump and they sit down at the white house and there's cameras and everything and then they sit down they have a negotiation back and forth right in front of the american people right in front of our very faces and we figure out you know What's being said, who's acting, what kind of way, who isn't acting this way, who do we support more so than... Because to some extent, you know, I see Nancy Pelosi's point in the sense she wants to have everything together. She says that she won't do many stimulus bills because if you do one, Republicans are going to get everything that they want in one and then they're not going to pass any of the other ones is her argument. Um, But I don't know. I would say that if what you need is so important, Republicans have no choice based on political pressure, right? I mean, I would think. So, I mean, me personally, if I were Nancy, I would definitely pass a... uh, Pass a... I would definitely pass a skinny COVID. I wouldn't pass a skinny COVID bill... I would pass the individual thing. So I'd say, okay, we want, you know, uh, the $1,200 stimulus check. And y'all agree on that. Let's pass that. We want this number of money for schools and y'all want that money, this amount. And then we compromise. And then if that amount that we compromised on isn't enough, then that's the Republicans fault. And if it's, you know, more than enough, then it looks like Democrats held us up for nothing. Right. And then it's, you know, it's a loss on the Democrats. But just, just pass something. Like, if you're starving, you know, I know you'd want to, you'd prefer a full course meal. But if you can only get some snacks, like, at the time, like, some snacks would be nice. But right now, like, you're seeing articles about people losing their homes and whatnot. And, and yeah, it's, um, I saw this one about this guy. He was down, like, his last $30. Is on the Washington Post on like their Snapchat or something, and him and his daughter were moving back in with. Uh, I think it was his him and his daughter were moving back in with his dad. Like, oh no, and he was like thirty three or something, thirty four, and I was like, wow, like he lost his job, like yeah. the bar closed or whatever, and I was like, that's crazy. So for a lot of Americans, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, y'all fight, 
There's people struggling every day, like praying. Like for some people, it's not just a a bunch of politics and fighting. It's real life. Like, like we're lucky that we live in D.C. And if you're listening to this, you probably live in D.C. too. We have the federal government here. And because of that, we're never going to have a recession mm-hmm. because we're uh, we're always going to be able. We're always going to um, have you know paychecks coming into people, and those people receiving those paychecks are going to be looking to spend them in different places. And you know, uh, the Pentagon is here. You know, a bunch of soldiers. We have a bunch of military bases around here as well. Um, and so everybody is getting this guaranteed check from the federal government, which is never going to the federal government ever fails. We're in anarchy. So we're I, we're insulated from that in that sense, you know. So our restaurants won't close because folks in the federal government and soldiers, they're trying to go out and eat. The only way it closes is if our governor closes it. But um, for a lot of places, um. For, like, a lot of places, you know, in the South and, you know, in places, you know, uh, that were hit hard, New York, New Jersey, California, like, there's people who are, uh, yeah, legitimately just praying for that to eventually go through for them and for it to eventually happen and for somebody to be their saving grace. And so... I would say they might not be everything you want. And I know a lot of people would say, you know, compromise is wrong in this day and age. But I would tell them, you know, folks can't wait too much longer. Uh, And um, with that being said, I think we're going to take a commercial break. This is 86.5 The Vibe. You stick right with us. This is the Fireside Chat. It's your boy, Jack Catastrophe. And Shade. And his voice shade, and we will be right back with you. I'm gonna do that that outro one more time, but I'll just cut it. No, that's cool. <laughs> That's okay. And we're back on 86.5 The, the vibe. vibe. And this is the Fireside Chat. And so, Shade, I feel like, I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking. Tell me about your day, what you've been up to in the last 24 hours. Well, I... Have worked the whole day like a regular American. <laughs> no, Dude, you know I'm I'm a teacher. Work. Yeah, I'm I'm an online teacher right now. I teach people how to play instruments. So all the fancy stuff that you're hearing at the beginnings and ends of all of these is actually just me playing the guitar here. Um, here, I'll, well, I'll do it at the end. But um, yeah, you said it's actually just little old me. Yeah, like it's, like it's not super nice. Like. <laughs> but um, <laughs> thank you. But um, 
Basically, yeah, I, I just teach online, and um, I've been upset the entire day, but not because of my teaching. No, no, I've been upset because I had to watch the Bengals play the Browns last night. The Cincinnati Bengals. Like, yes, sir. Against the Joe good old Burrow, Cleveland AKA Browns. the Crimson Chin. I'm trying to go and clap <laughs> the boy Chin Wonder. Like, I'm all about that boy Joe Burrow. What do you have to say about it? Like, I'm frustrated now. Uh, so, I thought the Bengals were supposed to be good this year. That's all, that's all, that's all I honestly have to say. Oh, they needed, look, they needed more time. Joe Burrow, like, there's some people who wanted to hype them up. I have them personally getting five or six wins. I think Colin Coward said he only had them getting two, which I think is blatant disrespect. I think they have the pieces, especially offensively, to be good. They do. Joe Mixon is an excellent substitute for what Clyde Edwards-Alaire was for him at LSU. And he has, you know, that big receiver he can throw it to <laughs> accurately in A.J. Green. Um, and, yeah, did you watch the whole game? You know, I didn't watch the whole game. I happened to catch it, um, well, out, but uh, wasn't there for long enough nearly to finish the game. But I saw it uh, when I got back home and um, didn't finish it then either because my boys were still down. Still they down. They were <laughs> still down in Cincinnati. Like. And they pretty much stayed down supposedly the whole game. Like, it Listen, 30 to 35 is not the worst thing I have ever seen, but every single run that I saw, I was pretty much pissed off. Listen, <laughs> I know that Bengals fans, I know y'all, y'all might feel a little let down last night, but trust me when I say nobody should feel more disappointed than Browns fans. <laughs> if you can only beat the Bengals by five points, and I know the Bengals are coming up and, you know, doing their thing, but... I didn't expect the Browns to win. You didn't? One of, my, no. one of my friends said he had the Bengals by two touchdowns, ladies and gentlemen. He said he has them by two touchdowns. Wow. It's confident. And I was like, you sound wild. Like, I was like, dang, like, Baker can at least play against the Bengals. Like, I mean, I know y'all don't like him. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure that Baker – I'm not sure that Baker is a touchdown maker. And that <laughs> makes me really sad to admit on the air. That makes me wicked sad to admit on the air. But, um, yeah, he can at least, guys, like, play against the Bengals. Like, come on now. And the way that Nick Chubb and, um, and that boy Kareem Hunt ran that football – I mean, you couldn't, the Bengals, like you, if Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt can get going like that every game, the Browns would be a problem. Unfortunately, they won't get going like that every game, especially when they have to play highly explosive offenses like yeah. the Ravens or the Chiefs. Speaking of the Ravens, looking nice this year, I think. Those Ravens are looking good. They are indeed. Yeah. Action I really, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I was going to say, I really enjoyed watching him last season. Um, almost made me a supporter. Got to say, say nearly keeps, there. But he just keeps improving. Like. He does. He's getting a lot better. He's getting... I I would say his ideas and like when to calculate or when to actually take a risk has gotten a lot better. Like his judgment is getting better. Probably because he's getting older. So 
it's like it's looking smoother. It's looking a little bit more calculated. It's nice to see. It's not so yeah. so like random almost. Which in some ways I think actually aided in his playing, like that firecrackery kind of just like I'm just gonna run the ball right now. I think that worked <laughs> that worked for him. But it's nice to see it kind of mature a little bit and develop as kind of a dual threat as a passer as well exactly a lot of folks talked about he was the ravens running back yeah (laughs) he's really he's a passer and they also have you know the credit to credit to coaching that's thanks to the better harbaugh yeah and um no that's definitely thanks to the better harbaugh and speaking of the not so great harbaugh and michigan they are returning to college football on October 23rd, the Big Ten. They're returning to college football? As in, college are they going to be... As in, like, the Big Ten the, season wait. is going to start on October 23rd. Shade, your initial thoughts. Is that safe? <laughs> Probably not, no. <laughs> October 23rd. Yeah, that's like, um, like four weeks away, dude. That's like, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, like, that's no... The worst part about that is like <laughs> that's like right into flu season. Like you know the yeah. L- you know the LSU coach it just is. came out and said that half of his players have already had COVID. He said like yeah, COVID spreading like wildfire around here. Oh my god! He said yeah, it's going crazy. You know JMU had to shut down their classes and send their kids back. I guess. No, one of my what? friends was telling me yeah he was, he goes to JMU. He was telling me that. Uh, they were open for like a week. <laughs> they said, oh, everybody go home. They said, they said, y'all suck. We tried to let you be mature. You don't know. No, you expect young people not to party. You're crazy. You're <laughs> yeah. nuts. Right? Like, young people in college? Heck no. <laughs> think about it. You told them not to party in high school, and now you're telling them not to party, but you're not there to stop them. And that's, think about it. You told them not to party when you dropped them off before COVID. When my mom dropped me off at college, she said, don't party. And I remember, she left, right? My mom left my dorm. I had my head down. It's pretty sad, right? And my boy Will shows up, and he goes, hey, blah, blah, blah. We're going to this house tonight. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be a party. And I was like, well, dang. I was like, that was quite the turn of events. Like, I was one minute, I was sad. I was like, my mom was crying. She dropped me off. She said her boy isn't a baby anymore. Like, but that's always going to be her baby. The next thing you know, I really wasn't her baby. I had, you know, a beverage in my hand. And, um, <laughs> yeah, boy, it really was something. So I'm going to say, like, the thought that young people aren't going to party is just wild. And, like, yeah. But, like, October 23rd. Okay, so here's the thing that, here's the thing that gets me that I'm confused about. Everyone else is starting sooner, so everyone else is going to have more games. Hmm. So, are you going to let a Big Ten team in that's undefeated but played four or five fewer games? Like, if Penn Hmm. State goes undefeated because if Penn State and Ohio State can go undefeated. Right, but they only played like half the games. Yeah, because you have to think. You would start on October 23rd, then October 3rd. You probably wouldn't have any buys. So, you would go those two weeks and then... The college football season ends. It's rivalry weekend is the weekend of Thanksgiving. Hmm. I so feel like they probably, just shouldn't even so do it So you probably this get year. in seven games, maybe eight or nine if you stretch it. I wonder how many of the other teams are getting in. Hmm. Probably yeah. nine or ten. So it, it would be tricky to see. Here's 
what scares me about football. We've seen, so basketball worked well because they had a bubble, right? Mm-hmm. And hockey is working well. Right now, both of those are working well because they have a bubble. Every player is in the bubble. Yeah, They're missing their families, but they're doing what they need to. MLS had a bubble, same thing. Everything went well, 100%. Baseball did not have a bubble, similar to football. Baseball had a bunch of COVID cancellations. Fun fact about baseball, you can play double headers until your arms fall off as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. And the truth be told is you can play double headers until your arms fall off. The St. Louis Cardinals... I think they had 35 games in 31 days or something. They had more games than days left <laughs> in the calendar for a while. And because that's of all crazy. the COVID cancellations. Yeah, but that's here's the thing. You can't do that with football. You can't have more games than weeks left. You no, can't tell you, a team you you're going to play, play on Saturday and Sunday. And, yeah. You can't tell a team you're going to play on Wednesday and Sunday and Saturday. No, you yeah. Can't, like, you can't do that. And so... If one team comes down with a really bad COVID case, one, the question is, are you really going to spread those players on the field? No, you can't. So that you can put them together so that the other team can bring COVID back to their college. So, no, you probably have to cancel that game. Even if you say, okay, these are the players who have tested positive. You never, like, they say, like, it lies dormant for a week or something yeah, crazy. Exactly. Like, so, yeah, like, spread. like, And that's the thing, you know, I'm no... Let's talk about this. I saw, did you see, um, who is it? It's like the national science people. They've never endorsed, they've never gotten partisan before, but they like endorsed Joe Biden or something. Really? It's something crazy. Once again, we will post a link um, because we want to try and be as factual as we can and give you as much information as possible. But they endorsed Joe Biden. And the thing is, is because Joe Biden makes it easy. Like he's saying the same thing. I'm saying I'm not a scientist. This is what they're saying. I'm just gonna trust the people who have been studying this all their life. Just like I would trust you if you studied, you know, if you were a finance guy or business yeah. guy, I'd trust you. Just like I'd trust a lawyer, they, you know, studied the law. Like I'd be like, okay, what are my options? If they say, you know, oh, I would do X, Y, and Z, I'm not gonna say, Well, I think I have a better idea. I looked online and I now have a JD from 20 minutes of studying. Like, it's like, <laughs> come on now. Like, some of y'all have your doctorate. Like, folks went to school for what, five, six, some up to 12 years mm-hmm. to be a doctor. Some of y'all have been on Facebook. Ain't even been on Facebook 12 hours or whatever websites you're on. I don't know. Um, no, I think the thing that's unfortunate about COVID, I think the thing that makes COVID wild Mm -hmm. i think the thing that makes this situation hard for people is they don't want to put on masks but at the same time they're not ready to waive their right for help and at the same time Hmm. are we as a people ready to let them waive their right for help like if Hmm. some guy said sign a pen uh if he signed some paper saying i'm not gonna wear a mask but i will social distance to the best of my abilities if i get sick no doctor has to treat me. My insurance isn't going to cover it. I'm done. Like, I'm on my own. I'm in my house. I have to have orange juice. Are doctors ready to be like, yeah, I'm going to turn this person away. I looked up on your file, and we can see you're really sick. Like, the ambulance pulls up. Oh, you have COVID. They're getting you ready, and then they're like, 
the dispatchers check in. They're like, oh, sorry, we noticed you signed your papers. We can see that you're really sick and you're on the verge of death, but we're going to lay you back in this bed. Um, and we wish you the best. Um, hopefully somebody gets you some orange juice. Uh, no, it's um, it's crazy because, you know, I don't think we can, I don't think that we as a people, like I couldn't do that anyway. I'd be like, man, I'd be like, look, we tried to tell you, bro. Now look at what we got to do. Thanks to your foolishness. I would be upset, but I would, I would have to, I'd feel like I would be obligated to help. Mm -hmm. So we can't like, you can't go about it like that. And then when people are treating people, they're at a risk of COVID and they can't go and, I don't know. See their families. I have a friend who's a nurse and she was posting about how she hasn't gotten to see her family since the pandemic started. Oh man. Yeah. In March. And I was like, Jesus. Yeah. That's so, a long time. Yeah. I was like, so and it's like, it just feels like it's like, if you ask a doctor, like ask your pediatrician, ask somebody in your neighborhood, who's a doctor, you see a nurse where it's so just ask her if you don't believe her. Hey, should I wear a mask? Is COVID dangerous? And I feel you should just ask them, and if whatever they say, go with. Yeah, uh, like, that's, like I feel like that's fair. No, I have a I have a couple aunts who are nurses. I have a cousin who's a nurse, and then my uh, my cousin, my he's my adopted brother. His uh, my sister in law is a uh, she's a doctor, and yeah, they all say the same thing. This is dangerous. This will kill you, and. It's funny because people talk about the pre-existing conditions when probably 90% of Americans have a pre-existing condition. Yeah. You're overweight. That's a pre-existing condition. Yeah. Right off the bat, you can't breathe that well. Yeah. I'm, if COVID right. gets I'm your asthmatic. Lungs, like, yeah, like, like asthmatic, pre-existing condition. Like, you have a heart problem. That's a pre-existing condition. Like, so I would say they're like, oh, it's only killing people with pre-existing conditions. If you're healthy, you're fine. Who's healthy these days? Like, yeah. even in my household, I think um, my mom and myself, like in my family, we don't have any pre-existing conditions. I think my mom would have pre-existing conditions. I'm trying to think, is there someone else in my family I know of who doesn't have pre-existing conditions? Like you just said, you have asthma. Is there mm -hmm. anybody like your mom, uh, James, I guess we'll call him James on the air. See, uh, I would say J James used to have like a heart thing. I think he's okay now, but I don't know if that could flare back up. My mom, I mean, she's just, she's older. So it's like at this yeah, point, it's I was just, gonna say, it's, no, I hear you being, yeah. being old is a preexisting condition yeah, in itself. People. It really um, is. <laughs> mom isn't that old though she's she wears it well but no she's well should i even say this on air <laughs> sorry no, mom no, don't don't do that sorry mom she <laughs> no, was that. born she looks she looks, she looks look you so. didn't have to do all that now she looks great and we're gonna leave it at that she looks great and we're hoping COVID doesn't come around her. That's what. Nah, those are the two things. We're we're hoping COVID doesn't come around anybody. <laughs> like, around let's be anybody, fair. I was gonna say we're wishing it goes away, um, but we're especially wishing uh, your mom well. That's a wonderful lady. But um, well, thank you. I'll tell her. I agree. hopefully hopefully she hears this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I feel like. So I feel like most people, like everybody you know, has a pre-existing condition. Like mm -hmm. 
think and like like I said, to sit there and be like, oh, it's only killing people with pre-existing conditions. It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's definitely licking people. <laughs> like, I don't want to make a joke out of it, but no, you know. Um, and I feel like we all just, you know, I think everybody wants to live, you know, a long time. Yeah. And I don't think anybody is ever ready to go, oddly enough. Probably like 1% of people are like... Where they're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they're like, I'm at peace. Like, yeah, I'm satisfied with life. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I feel like we should all just, you know, do our part to, to be safe. So, yeah, no, that's, that's apt. <laughs> I would say so too. I was going to say, no, it's, it's definitely something. So, but no, you know, it's crazy because even the younger like Republicans I know, like they're, you know, I feel like it's not about what party you affiliate with so much as it's about where you're from. Interesting. What do you mean? Like, because I know a lot of Republicans from Northern Virginia and stuff where like, yeah, I'm wearing a mask and social distance and like, as for the birds, like, that are like, yeah, like, I'm not trying to get sick. Are you crazy? Like, he can say, like, Trump is okay because he's doing this, this, and that. Like, he's not handling COVID well, but COVID is an anomaly. Hillary Clinton wouldn't have done any better. That's their favorite catchphrase. Mm. Hillary wouldn't have done any better. <laughs> you think Joe Biden's going to save you? Like, um, but, uh. Pouring but no, the so tea over like, here. <laughs> no, I, I feel like, like I said, I feel like it's about where you're from. Because, like I said. That's interesting. They're up here, and we're just too educated for. Because even the. We're too educated. No, because even the conservatives <laughs> up here would tell you, like, climate change is real. Like, they would tell you, though, to what extent. Well, I mean, how are you going to argue with science? That's, oh, that's the reality. Whole, oh, this is the craziest thing. In America, America is the only country in the that world where science is politicized. Like, I know, This right? is the only country in the world where it's like, I don't agree <laughs> with that, and I understand that that's what the experts say, and that's facts, but I ain't trying to hear none of it. That's None yeah. of it. It's wild. It is. No, we're young enough. I know we're based out of D.C. right now, and I know we aren't going to leave anywhere, but... um. No, nah, we're young enough, you know. Canada, <laughs> moving to Canada, <laughs> moving to Iceland. Like, oh yeah, we could. I Iceland, Iceland would be a great place you know, to go. It's supposedly like, not the easiest thing in the world to get Canadian citizenship. Uh I I wouldn't doubt that. And um, I'd move to Canada though. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm in. in I love my country, despite the fact that. Sometimes it ain't all that. I like the idea of America. I like the America that I grew up, grew up understanding and learning about. You know, well, not in the sense of like you know, killing American Indians. Learning about America, I wasn't crazy about that. Wasn't crazy about said it. (laughs) (laughs) Not not that America, but the understanding of what modern America was supposed to be—the land of the free and the home of the brave. Like that's great. (laughs) I'm all about that. I like the idea. You know, like the Gilded Age, right? 
like Mark, would you remind Mark me Twain, like coined like mr America history was, major like america was going through a gilded age and basically he said like uh it looks like gold on the outside but like it's not like it's really like messed up on the inside basically oh interesting um and i'll say this much i think maybe just maybe you're you're a fan of the guild, if that makes sense. And I am too. The yeah. idea, like the beauty of all that America is. Like, no, no, you I, can I invest in the stock market. Any man who works can make a dollar and can make something of himself here. Like, yeah. I love those ideas. Oh, yeah. I do. The American dream. But to some dream. extent, I Absolutely. believe that the American dream is becoming a nightmare. <laughs> and I'm just hoping we all wake up soon and wake up from all the craziness and with that being said i Ah. think we're out of time sounds like a good note to end on too so all right well with that being said we'd like to thank you for listening this is uh 86.5 the The vibe Vibe. and um this has been the fireside chat and we have had a chat indeed with our good host jack catastrophe and his boy shade yes sir and we look forward to hearing from you all next time Oh, and um, by the way, guys, do us a favor and uh, hit that subscribe button. Like, uh, share. Tell all of your friends because I'm not going to lie to you all. I'm, like, trying to just be famous and, like, kind of take the easy (laughs) way out. And, like, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks (laughs) for listening. Have a good night. (laughs) And we're out.